Bam, we're live. Damn it, I was two seconds behind. <laughs> I, I saw it said we're live, and I'm like, ah, I missed the window. It's all right. Still the first voice that people hear. I I wanted to... Where is that? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Oh, why do I use the trackpad? I should only use this mouse. I should only use mouse. Um, so you guys know the way I have this set up. My computer setup is I'm looking at a uh, a big LG screen in front of me, 27 inches. Good morning, Jim. And then below me, I have a little laptop, a, a little M1 13 inch. And, and I used to look, where did I used to look? I used to look down at this laptop in the last like 50 shows. I've been looking up at this screen. Then I do, if I want to do other stuff, I do it down here, like looking for like a post on Ronnie Teasdale's podcast or something. Hey, Matt, what's up? Good morning. Good morning. Oh, shoot. You know what I need to put up here? This is a live call-in show, so I should probably have... Drop the number in. Ah, there it is. Oh, we're supposed to have Mo Miller on this morning. Mo Miller canceled. Not his fault. That's just what all UFC fighters do. No, I'm joking. Uh, (laughs) Mo, he's one of the few that actually told us with 24-hour notice, with any notice. Thank you, Mo. And I'm super-duper excited about his fight. It's on November 14th. Um, it is through Fury. I think that's the name of the fight league, Fury. It's an important fight for him. All fights are important for fighters, but especially because if Mo wins this fight, uh, there's a lot of talk that this is going to be the one that takes him to the UFC. And, um, you know, Mo was on the show twice before, uh, once with twice before was he on twice? I, I maybe even three times, but okay. For sure and, twice. and, uh, Josh Bridges was on, uh, with him. And it, it was cool. It's a, it's cool. You know, I, I just kind of get off on the fact of like meeting a young fighter and then getting on the bandwagon early. And also, if you guys listen to the podcast with Jack De La, De La Castellana, Magdalena, Jack Magdalena. De La Magdalena, um, he's got another fight lined up. So we'll have him back on. Uh, Jordan Levette, uh, the Monkey King has another fight lined up. So we'll be getting him back on, I hope. So some cool stuff, like we're building some relationships with these guys and, and they're fun threads to weave through this podcast and follow their fight careers. Love Matt and the Ronnie episode. I know I was just talking to my wife about it yesterday. That was an accident. Uh, uh, Matt was like, <laughs> yesterday after the podcast, we were talking in the afternoon. He's like, oh, you never pulled me off the show. Like, I didn't know you were, I didn't, I just forgot you were there. He goes, oh, <laughs> so that so that was that. Don't not call in because you see Matt here. I still need you guys to call in. This show's like nothing without you guys. Or I have to, or I have to, or I just have to go. Today's skate day, Sunnyvale skate day. Yeah. You guys there he is. Oh yeah. So I, I this guy pulled out. This so yeah. is what it looks like. And so he's looking for basically Johnny Campbell cupcakes. Yeah, he's basically looking for a new fight. I don't shoot, I don't know if I was supposed to say that. Good morning, Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, wait. Sorry. Sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, we got some phone issues. Too, too many people calling. One, not even like that. Good morning, Arizona. Yo, what's up, Salon? What's up, brother? Hey, just uh, calling in. Want to give a quick shout out. That's cool. Uh, is it to me or my mom? I mean, I would love it to be for your mom, but we right. probably have to wait a little bit on that one. All right. Look at, oh, now they're a pile in. Corey, hold on, hold on, Corey. Okay, who's your shout-out hey, to? Shout-out to Corey Millis, 
ever underscore so underscore fit. That's my sister. She's a macro coach out in Australia. She's helping the world, Australia people, to stop telling bullshit in her face. Tell me, tell me your Instagram again. Ever underscore so underscore fit. Oh, yeah, I know her. She's up in my DMs. Right on, right on. I would love for you to be my brother-in-law, Savon. Hey, uh, thank you. Uh, oh, she, oh, she's cool. She's cool. Yes. Yeah, She's super cool. Yeah, she got a cool little family, and she's she, taking off on her little macro program and just trying to get her a little more love. Um, what is she doing in Australia? She followed her husband out there. She's she's running a F45 gym and doing this whole macro thing on the side. Oh, that's awesome. I, I uh, Man, is she is she giving you good stories? Is she tripping? Does it, is it different than what the news tells us? Dude, it's pretty spot on, man. She's they they just opened up her gym like two weeks ago. Nuts. No no one was even allowed to work out or nothing. So yeah, she's she's finally happy to get back to work and get in get in the gym again. She's been going stir crazy. All right. Well, tell her she's always welcome at my house. <laughs> you dog you no problem she can bring her husband i feel sorry for the australians I'm, I'm about to start feeling sorry for us but i do feel sorry for the australians yeah but hey there's a little room for everyone to feel sorry for i guess yep all right man thanks cool. for the call this morning right on bye thank you bye no i was multitasking that wasn't the best of me sorry uh five dollars from katie did max and hero wad at my affiliate this morning he was one of the 13 heroes killed in Afghanistan this year. Happy Veterans Day. I think Katie gave money during the show, the new show with uh, Kate minus Hobart. God, that was a great show, wasn't it? That was awesome. I loved that show. Good morning, Anthony. Morning, Simon. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm about to read this really <laughs> fucked up article to you guys. So I'm glad people keep calling in because I don't know if I should read this one on the air. I don't know. Let's hear it. Are you following this Rittenhouse case? Uh, not too much. I've heard bits and pieces. I okay. saw a few clips yesterday. Okay, yeah. So I'm not following it either. And and there keep keep being all these clips all over Instagram and these clips people send me. And they there's no I there's no con like I don't know why people are getting excited because I can't contextualize it. But one of the dudes who was shot um, by this Rittenhouse kid, his name is Joseph Rosenbaum. And someone said I need to look him up. <laughs> uh, guys like this, please do not go to barbelljobs.com and look for a job. There's no job for you at barbelljobs.com. Please. L- listen, listen to this fucking dude. This this dude, this dude was sh- this is the guy on the stand, I guess, is being charged for killing people. And this is one of the people he killed or shot. And it's fucking nuts. Listen to this. This guy's name is Joseph Rosenbaum. He was released from an from an insane asylum the day he was shot. Now listen, the Arizona County clerks confirmed Rosenbaum was charged by a grand jury with 11 counts of child molestation, inappropriate sexual activity with children including rape, including anal rape. One of my favorite words. Not 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 uh, not in that usage of it though. That kind of ruins the word for me. Uh 
he he anally raped kids. The victims were five boys ranging in age from nine to eleven. He was convicted of two amended counts of a plea deal. Hey, I'm sorry. Like, uh, uh, if you are the most bigoted, racist human being in the world, you're a one compared to this guy's ten. Like, I don't like. I don't care. It just like that. That's why those subjects don't interest me at all in sense of like convicting or charging or disliking or liking people. I I don't understand how this dude. And th- but it gets worse. It, it, what's it gets so much worse. This is one of the guys that got shot. Yes, this is one of the guys that got shot. That this kid is being charged for fucking shooting like illegally for for murdering. I mean, it sounds like he did the U.S. a, a good service. Dude, I, I hate <laughs> vigilanteism, but it's like so. Here, here it goes on. Rosenbaum battled bipolar disorder. I like fuck off. What do you mean battled bipolar disorder? Rosenbaum had bipolar. I don't even fucking know what that is. Rosenbaum was a pussy and couldn't do a hundred burpees and get his shit together. <laughs> he was homeless. So what if he was homeless? The two years I was homeless were the best years of my life. I was balling. They got happy. That had tons of girlfriends. Doesn't mean shit. Uh, he was discharged from a hospital earlier in the day after. Ready for this? A suicide attempt. Dude, please, you fucking failure. He'd spent more wow. than a decade in prison in Arizona after being convicted of sexual uh, convicted of sexual conduct with a minor. That's how this paper reports it. Um, raping in, uh, five boys ages 9 to 11 with anal sex is not um, sexual conduct. Hey, that dude, when I, I, I can't, I can't even do it. I can't even do it. I, 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 um, and, and you, you, you know, and the reason why we have to do it is, well, what if he's innocent? What if it, what if it's all a lie? What if he's just like, it's, he's just being, being set up. I mean, I mean, we're, we're seeing that happen to um, David Portnoy and we're seeing this other guy get set up the, the people who work for project Veritas. So I understand there needs to be, um, there needs to be hearings and, and court cases and prosecutions, but um, so this is what his fiance said. Yeah. Yeah, his how the fuck does he have a fiance if he's been in, in jail for ten years and he got out of <laughs> yesterday? He wasn't down there as a rioter or a looter. Rosenbaum's fiance told the Post he was down there for a good raping. Why was he there? I have no answer. I ask that question every day. What? Hey, hey, and this 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 dude has a GoFundMe page that last year raised twenty five thousand dollars. Jeez. I know it's it's okay. So that's uh, that's that's the article. Oh, uh, what's going on with Dave Portnoy? They tried to cancel him. A girl came to his house. He had se- he had sex with her, and she's saying that um, she uh, the day after she had sex with her, then she slept on his couch for the next two days because he was so mean to her or something. And they've they, they're I know it's nuts. <laughs> It is nuts, dude. Oh, oh my God. She trolled him on Instagram. Told her, told him, but yes. Oh, I'm just saying, I, I just want to thank you. You're, you're, everything you do, like, I love listening to your show. It's a lot of the times the highlight of my day. And my wife always listens with me and she, she likes a lot of this stuff too. And I'm just saying thank you. And a shout out to the level one also. 
Awesome. I learned a lot. I learned a lot there. You can um, repay me by just going when, every day when you leave the house, just play it on YouTube and just let let it just fucking download as many. Just just play that shit on repeat on YouTube. The one that has all the commercials. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> hey, you know what I'm going to do? That. Thank you. Thanks for calling, man. Yeah. I'm such a softie. As soon as he says he likes the show, my voice changes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, and always, always got to give a shout out to the level one. Someone I had likes uh, me. Chuck Carswell as a as a level one instructor. He was fucking amazing. Yes, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. Oh, hey, I gotta let you go. A girl's calling. This is like I'm gonna hey, no have, a, have a good one. Okay, there is not a girl calling. Yeah, I think it is a girl. It's well, it says Linda. It's probably some dude grabbed his wife's phone. Linda. Hey, hey, Savon. It's Fox. actually Stephen. Linda's. <laughs> Linda's my mother-in-law, so the name's going to show her. <laughs> hey, um, so I wanted to, I just wanted to call and say, uh, say thanks for everything, man. We, uh, me, my mom, my wife, we all love listening to your show. It's actually, uh, it's actually pretty awesome. I'm your, your mom too? For, Am I, I'm not too crass for your mom. No, no, my mom, she's, yeah, she loves it all. She, she, she can take, uh, she can take a joke. That's for sure. She sure can. Um, uh, I'm, that's I'm impressive. calling from, Al- from from Alameda. I actually just moved out here, so I'm not too far from Santa Cruz. Oh, I think we've chatted before, right? Cor- correct, correct. Hey, but so I wanted to call because your podcast this morning was like all dark and dirty. So I wanted to call and tell you about a little story from my level one. Actually, if you got like a minute or two, absolutely, absolutely. So and, and you know, what, got- you know what? There's someone named Joanne calling, but I know it's just some other dude who grabbed his wife's phone. So fuck, <laughs> fuck that. I'm not falling for that one twice. So um, I got my level one in Houston at a box named CrossFit Edo. It's like one of the bigger boxes in Houston. Mm-hmm. And this is probably like in 2015 or 2016. So it's been been some time. And um, so the so I guess the flow master, I don't know if they were the flow masters, but they were some of the instructors. One of them was Chase Ingram and the other one was Wes Pyatt. Oh, so my mom loves Wes. It's crazy. He's awesome. Wes yeah, is the too. man. Wes is awesome. She trained the shit. So, he trained the shit out of my mom when he. They used to have this course. Sorry to interrupt. They used to have this. Not really. They used to have this course at. Um, man, you guys are calling like crazy. Give me a second. Blowing up. Um, he used to. He there was this class that Greg Glassman ordered me to start in the basement at CrossFit HQ down in our gym, and it was a class that was a free class for. Um, uh, basically obese people and old people. And it was huge. And basically he ordered me to start it. And then basically Rory, Jenny, uh, God, Michelle Moots, Je- Jenny, um, Blau, Je- what, what was Jenny's last name? Jenny Lau, um, Rory, Michelle Moots. They all started the class, a bunch of people. Um, and, and got the ball rolling. The class was huge and it was crazy. And it was, it was right at HQ, probably over a hundred people in the, in the class throughout the week. And, uh, and West Pyatt was one of the teachers there that we brought in and it was free. It was dope. And just so you know, all of you people who wanted diversity, uh, uh, equity and inclusivity, that class no longer exists, but now you can, you can give CrossFit money. And buy Greg Glassman's lectures that used to be free. Now you can give CrossFit money and they can get you a doctor. Who the fuck needs a doctor who does CrossFit? Fucking morons. Okay, sorry. Sorry, go on. Go on. <laughs> no, no, not a problem. So hey, you guys fuck yes. yourself. If you if you if you are doing the anti-racist train, at some point you are gonna have to wake up and realize you are a fucking Nazi. 
You are the one, every single one of you is the one that is promoting racism. Those of you who are upset for the lies that they told about Greg Glassman, all that shit, you're upset because Greg Glassman did Floyd 19. Please stop listening to my show. You're a racist. You don't deserve me. I'm above you. You think it was insensitive? You can fuck off too. I don't think telling people that there's a cliff up ahead, don't run off of it, you fucking moron, is not insensitive. I think it's fucking honest and deserves fucking uh, a, a reward for saving lives. Those are heroes. If that message isn't for you, walk away. Don't call him a fucking racist. Floyd 19 means that the people who are – that was in reference to the people who gave us the, the help with the George Floyd crisis were now going to weigh in on the COVID-19 crisis, and they did. And look what happened. It's locked down for two years, and we have a fucking statue of a fucking pornographer, drug addict, um, child harmer, and a, 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 a pregnant woman harmer and, and, and criminal um, as a statue, as a hero in New York City. It's, it's all just bullshit. And you guys did that, all of you. I'm guilty too. I voted for Hillary and Obama and all those fucking idiots who pushed that because I believed the hype. I didn't understand the mechanism of how the human brain works. Anti-racist is racist. You keep it alive. Just look inside yourself and just be the best person you can be. Okay, sorry. I have to do that every once in a while. Oh, my mom's coming. My, my kids have a, a skateboarding lesson today at, eight, at 10 o'clock with a professional skateboarder. And my mom's coming. Do you know what that means? That means she'll probably what pay. That, that means it's an $80 lesson. That means she'll probably pay for it. Guys, <laughs> you guys can't keep calling so fast. You guys got to like, like slowly, slowly call her. Okay, sorry. Okay, yeah. So you're L one and uh, you're L one and West Pyatt. I apologize. Your story no, yeah. So it, it was it was Chase Ingram and West Pyatt. There was there was there's more individuals there, but those are the only two that I can remember off the top of my head by name. I can verify and, um, so that I, neither of those guys are racist, by the way. No, they're both good dudes. So, um, by the way, racist the though is day. not bad compared what? to child. Racist is not bad compared to child molester. <laughs> Like I could, you could, I could be friends with you and, st and, and still, I don't want you to, I can still be friends with you if you're a racist. I cannot be friends with you if you're a child molester. Big, big difference. Big, 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 big difference. Damn. Sorry. I'm not going to, I'm going to give you 30 seconds without. Interrupting <laughs> you. So basically there's like, I'm sure, you know, there's like two days, right. And I can't remember if it was the first day or the second day, but everybody was picked, um, a movement they were going to have to show to we were put out in breakout groups and I was with a group with Chase Ingram and um there's when I guess when you're not doing the squat right they call what is like an immature squat right so you're either not going all the way down or it's not fully developed well I kept calling it premature squat all day I wasn't calling it immature squat mm, I was calling mm, it premature squat I like that and then and then, <laughs> so I'd like I to know to what Kate group, Gordon thinks about that go on <laughs> so I got to the group with Chase and then Chase like, what are you going to show us? I'm like, I'm going to show you all the premature squat. And I started showing. He was like, what? And I was like, I'm going to show you the, the premature squat. And then he starts dying. Everybody starts dying. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And Chase is like, I promise it doesn't happen like this all the time. Right? He started making jokes about it. And uh, it was it was just hilarious. And he told the rest of the staff. And, of course, they made a whole thing about it. But I was saying like that all day. And no one ever told me it was immature. I kept saying premature. Uh, Chase, I, I Chase should be canceled for that. That sounds like sexual innuendos. That is not appropriate at the L one environment. Canceled. No, it, it was all. It was all. It was fun and game. Good. He's a good dude. 
He's a good dude. It, 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 it kind of hurts me when, when people um, think he's not a good commentator. I guess people are going to always have something negative to say about everyone. But, man, he is I, – I love watching the games, game stuff when he's talking. He's the best part. And, and when he does mess up, I don't think it's his fault. Like when he's not saying the right shit, I think – I actually um, had a quick chat with him the other day about podcast software. And in that, I, I, I poked him with the question, hey, when you guys are commentating the games or the regionals or whatever that shit you commentate, are you guys looking at the field or the, or the monitors? He goes, we look at the monitors. I go, oh, man. He goes, why? I said, because there's so many close calls that maybe you guys aren't seeing because you're looking at the monitors. And, and if it's a sport, it's all about close calls. If you don't talk about the close calls, it's just watching people work out. It, it would be like football without end zones. So, but he's, but he's a good dude. But all right, well, I'll let y'all get back to it. That's all I wanted to, uh, wanted to add. I thought you might like that. Okay, thank you. It's better than talking right. about... Uh, written house that's for sure <laughs> all right talk to y'all talk to y'all later bye. bye bye i um this is number 14 on my list i don't know why i'm starting here um i i saw this uh post that um you know what's weird is when i go to when i i, I asked ben bergeron to be on the podcast again he was on once before and then i go to his account and i see i'm not following him which is so weird because why would i not be following him because wouldn't you unfollow it, everybody for a while? I think, yeah, I think that happens. I think I just sometimes just get so annoyed with how many people I'm following. I just start unfollowing shitloads of people. Mm. Um, and I don't, and I do it without even like, I don't even think I follow my mom right now. Cause one time I, I took myself down to zero. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I go to his account and, and I followed him again and he um, had this post that was 10 books that he's recently read and one of them, and so I'm looking at the books, I'm looking at the books, I'm trying to figure out which ones I haven't read or which ones I should buy. And and I, and I like usually what he suggests. Actually, I've always liked what he suggests because he, I feel like he's very thoughtful and his books are about um, accountability and usually about working on yourself, going inward. As opposed to like something, a book going out outward, like studying what photosynthesis or the origins of photosynthesis or whatever. And um, that would be outward. And he suggested this book and it's called, what's it called? I got his list up here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not that one. Not that one. Although I, I own a bunch. This one. I started reading this book. This book is so good and so funny. I mean, it's not funny like haha comedy funny, but it's basically everything that you've everything that you've always heard like these maharajis and like these yogis and all these like spiritual leaders talk about. And they're usually like sitting in full Lotus on a pillow and they're like, or, or like Eckhart Tolle, who's one of my favorites. He's always talking in this really crazy voice and like making it seem like inner work is so magical and all the shit. Well, this is just like, so matter of fact, this is a, this is really a great, 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 great book. I need to give this book to my mom. <laughs> I, I highly recommend this for people. Um, if, if you don't know, um, I, I read that book before. If you don't know the, 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 the orgasm one, if you don't know, 
if, if, if it doesn't make sense to you when you ask yourself, who am I? What am I? Where did I come from? If when you sit down and ask yourself those questions, you can't get a bite inside of you. If you're not sure where to start to make the journey inward and you need just a, um, some help, like like someone to throw a, a rope to the bottom of the well for you or put a flashlight down at the bottom of the well so you can maybe get a spark and start going inward, that's the book for you. It's so It's so clean. It's so simple. There's nothing hippy dippy about it. There's nothing um, uh, magical about it. He does use the word spiritual, but I mean, you can exchange it for any word you want. Yeah, it's it's a great book. What, who is the author? It's called Untethered. Who is the author? Um, let me find here. Something William? Is it William Singer? Something Singer? Michael William Singer. Michael Singer. Anyway, great book. Great book. I, I, I don't, I don't, it's, it's weird. Ben Bergeron seems so um, deep and wise to me. And then does he owns CrossFit New England? Is that his gym? Yeah. And yet the shit I see coming off of that Instagram accounts, like does not seem like it doesn't jive with me at all. I don't understand how this guy can know this stuff and mm-hmm. then post this stuff over here. Like I can't, I can't reconcile the two. I need to ask him about that when he's on. Well, is it, yeah, that would be a great question. And I wonder too, how much like outside work, um, meaning like with corporations or like keynote speaking or like, and he's got a lot of offers through like the NFL to come out and speak to teams and different things like that. And I wonder if he's just trying to keep his forward facing resume, so to speak, pretty vanilla. So then that way it doesn't miss any opportunities or he doesn't. I'm totally against racism. White people are white supremacists like that shit. (laughs) Yeah. Not that he did that. I don't know if he did that. I'm not saying he did that, but that's like, that's like some of the craziest shit. In 2016, I went to Ben Bergeron's immersion course. I don't think he offers it anymore, but basically you just go and hang out with him for two or three days and run operations of the gym. And that was pretty interesting. And was it good? Did you like it? It was great. And it was actually one of the catalysts that really helped me try to change my mindset. At that time, I was really like hoping to be like, you know, everybody was going to regionals in 2010, 2011, right? That was my goal. And I sat down in his office and he looked at me and he didn't know, obviously didn't know me very well. It was like two days. And he goes, Hey Matt, do you want to have a successful gym or do you want to have a successful competitive career in CrossFit? Cause you're not going to have both. But he did that, right? Yeah. No, well, more or less. He was on a team. I was going for like an individual thing. Oh, 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 as a person. I see, I see, yeah, I, see like I see, I see. Not a gym that teaches both. Okay, okay. No, not a gym okay. that teaches both. And then okay. arguably, though, you could you could have made that, you know, you could make that same claim because <clears throat> it's harder and harder. Um, uh, Ben Bergeron is a weirdo. I know all the great people are weirdos. That's why that's <laughs> it, it, it's it's all it. That's like if you're not that, that's the problem. I went to a mandate rally <sighs> fuck you went it's all, to it's all weirdos it's all fr- it's all weirdos everyone in my peer group who doesn't want kids injected with drugs to save fat dying old people they're all weirdos we're all weirdos there's like no normal people there there was no like there's like no one there like with like a dodger shirt on you know what <laughs> i mean i mean also maybe because it's the middle of the day on a wednesday and there's like <laughs> But it, it, it it's all weirdos. It's yeah, all. Do you, do you feel all like the people who like all the people dude? who don't want to um who don't want forced injections and who just want to let the world just roll and like believe in their immune system? It, it's all weirdos, dude. It's so 
I went into um, a, a store yesterday, uh, Pete's Coffee yesterday, and there was a line of like 15 kids in there. Uh, I was obviously like they were high school kids or junior high kids. I can't tell. They're all taller than me. They all look taller than me. <laughs> and the line's out the door. And then there's, you know, the, the, the 10 old people who are sitting in there, like people who are like 10 years older than me drinking their coffee. And everybody is masked. And I'm in there barefoot with my three kids barefoot. <laughs> and everyone else is like bundled up in masks and boots. And I'm just like, what do they see when they see us? Do, do they know that? Do they think we're crazy? I, they're caged birds to me. I, 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 was, I went to it. So late last night, my, my wife said, hey, will you run to the store and get some milk? Actually, my wife doesn't say that. My wife says, I'm going to run to the store and get some milk. And because there's not a lot of manly things I can do, I'm like, oh, here's one. I say, no, babe, I'll run to the store and grab some milk. She's like, oh, thank you. So I run to the store and get some milk, and it's a it's a it's a gas station produce like store. You know what I mean? They have every it's yeah. a gas station, but they have everything. They got all the right. produce in the front, and then they got the milk inside, and everything's like a dollar more expensive. It's like it's like you know, Fit Aid there's like four ninety nine, <laughs> and uh, like a rack of bananas is 10 bucks or whatever it's crazy milk's like 6.99 a, ga- a half gallon so I, I i run in there and there's no one in the store it's like 8 30 at night just the the cashier two cashiers and one's mask one isn't and i go in there and this guy comes down the aisle and he wants to get into the into the fridge i'm in and i and or, or he wants to get by me i can't tell so i i like move to the side i'm like do you need to come through here he goes no i'll wait till you're done and he stands like 10 feet away from me in the aisle, which is like awkwardly far. And I'm going, I'm looking for, and I'm buying some eggs now too. And I'm in the first set of eggs I open are broken. Then the second set are broken. Then third are broken. Finally the fourth. So it's taking me a long time. And then I want cottage cheese and I want heavy cream and I want all this stuff. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, dude, stop waiting. Just go around, <laughs> go do something. Did that stress you out? Oh, I fucking hated it. Like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> And so I, I finally, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I, I step to the side and I'm like, go ahead. And he comes over to the fridge and he pulls out two fucking Cokes, like a small personal Coke and a two liter Coke. And I go, of course, you better be afraid of me. I thought you were going to say he's going to put on gloves first. Good morning, Bob. Hello? Yes. Bob? Yes. No yes, Bob. This is I'm blocked by you. How are you? In South Dakota. Oh, South Dakota. Good place. Good place. Oh, uh, one of the. Yeah. I think that's the only state in the great United States that, uh, during the entire pandemic, did zero. Yep. How, it's been awesome. I was gonna tell you, you should move here. Yeah, I should. I know. But it's getting cold now. It's supposed to snow today. I don't think you want to come. That's okay. I don't mind snow. I don't mind snow. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah Cause I, I mean, I used to just hate all that. I used to be like that. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, I used to be like that. I'm not like that anymore. I'm good. I'm good. I do like nice. the sun. Don't get me wrong, but I, but I would love, I could live anywhere now. As long as I can take my kids with me, I'm good. Yeah. And the poverty threshold here is like 35,000. Oh, year. I would be a boss there. <laughs> I would be. Yeah. What city do you live in? What city do you live in? Uh, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Uh, Susan, can you find me a, a home there? Yeah, was it Two Falls? Yeah, like that's that's something modest. Seven hundred fifty thousand. Tax haven there, dude. For seven hundred fifty thousand, you could get a mansion here. I deserve a mansion. 
I deserve a mansion. What's yeah. up? How can I help you? Is there anything specific or you just wanted to hear my voice? Well, I just wanted to call in and say thank you for being a voice of reason in the internet atmosphere. And, uh, because of you talking about cutting out sugar, I've kind of gone, you know, kind of pseudo keto, just trying to cut out the extra sugar. And dude, it's been crazy. I feel so much more energetic. I don't get sleepy in the afternoons anymore. And, uh, even my CrossFit workouts at like four fifteen, I just like, I'm burning fat instead of sugar all the time. And I just feel much better. Isn't that the, the, the not getting sleepy part is weird. I still get really tired sometimes. Uh, yesterday I did this crazy hard workout and then I ran out of the house and took my kids to jujitsu. And then I, after that I took them to the pool and we swam like maniacs and I just felt my whole body turning off, but I'm not sleepy. Hmm. I'm just, I'm, I got physically tired. I'm old too. I'm 49, but it was nuts. It's nuts ever since for the last, I don't know, year and a half or whenever I, or year, has it even been a year since I've completely quit sugar? It's uh, added sugar. It's, um, yeah, it's nuts. The not getting sleepy shit is so weird. Everything is kind of, there's like this, there's this medium ground. You just hang in all day. No ups and downs, right? Mm-hmm. Do you drink yeah, coffee? The only- yeah, probably too much, like three cups a day. Yeah, I do that. I do that. I, I'm on my second cup now. Hey, I just finished mine. Oh. The one downside, I think, of the no sugar that I've noticed is I don't feel as explosive, but I feel like I can go longer burning fat during a workout. Like the assault bike, I just feel more weak on the assault bike. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I time. Yeah, and, and you know what? There's, yeah, you know, I be, I had, I, I can't remember the last time I had just really, really just something fucked up t- that I ate. And and over Halloween, I had one of those little tiny Snicker bars that's like the size of like a, two quarters or a quarter. And yeah. I can't ever, I can't I just really cannot remember the last time I ate something like that. And because I feel guilty for like eating honey now. And, um, and I immediately got three zits. I got one like, or, or maybe they were ingrown. Ha- maybe they're not even zits. Maybe they're ingrown hairs. I got one on like one of my love handles on the right here. I got one like right above the base of my penis, like in my pubes. Oh, no. <laughs> and I got one, like I got one of those underground ones, like in my nose, you know, like that underground <laughs> volcanic activity you get, like you, like you get a zit, like on your nose or on your lip and no one can see it, but it hurts. Yeah, and you think about it all day. Yeah, and like I'm always pushing on it. I like push on it. <laughs> I don't like the one yeah. that's above the base of my penis and my pubes because when I soap, it's like I, I like I scratch it off there. You know what I mean? Like I like I like to dig my nails through my pubes when I soap, <laughs> and it's like yeah. I just hate you it. But, but it's weird, I, and and I blame that little Snicker bar for it. I blame that. Snicker. <laughs> I, you know, it probably they probably aren't pimples. They're probably like some sort of ingrown hair or something. Yeah. You ever get like a, a tentacle hair stuck in your underwear and you just like move your leg wrong and it like yanks on it? And you're like, what the heck? <laughs> wow. You, your testicle hairs were probably like the inspiration for Velcro. It's probably not the underwear. It's like you probably have some like genetic mutated testicle hair. <laughs> so that's 589. Yeah. And I set it to like 800,000 and there was no like houses even at that price point. What can I let me read about that house a little bit? So it's five eighty nine. Wow, that is nice. It doesn't look like there's a neighbor for a thousand miles. Yeah, that's why I picked it. 
Can I see um can I see like what it says? Like is there a pool or how many bedrooms or how many square feet is that? Five bedroom, three bath. Dude, you get a small acreage and like a yeah. hobby farm and plant all your trees and do Two all acres. that for five eighty nine. That's a little smaller than my house. I don't like a two story house. You know when you're a kid you want a two story house and then you're an adult and you're like, No, thank you. Yeah. Uh Eric's asking about zits inside the nose or bumps. Uh I I don't get them too deep, but occasionally I would get them around the rim. I would just scrape those off with my fingernail and let my eyes water. Just like, <laughs> hey, you can't be you can't be at the entrance to my nose. Hey, one more question for you. Yes. Do you, who do you think has a better chance of figuring, figuring out the aerobic capacity thing? Do you think Hopper or Yee? If they, I mean, either of those guys, if they figure out that part, I think they could win. Dude, that is a great question. I have no idea the answer to that. I don't know how any of that shit really works, but that is a great question. I, I really... I, I don't want you to tell anyone this, but... Like, my favorite really is Colton Mertens. <laughs> and I can't help it. I don't know why. I um, I mean, he has a nice body, but and I don't like his hair, but I just like him. I, I, I just hope that whatever, whatever, like, if it's his Metcon or his strength or whatever he can, if he could be the CrossFit Games champion, I would probably start liking the games again, like, a little more sincerely. I wouldn't be just doing it for YouTube numbers. Yeah. Hey, if you move to Sioux Falls, you'll be close to Colton in Iowa. What do you think? What do you think Colton needs to do? Does he need both? He needs everything, huh? It's like Travis Mayer. I'm just, on, I'm just on the wrong horse. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I think he's at a big disadvantage with his size. Yeah, but Fraser's small too, so who knows? Yeah, but Colton's like really small. Yeah. That's- Colton, like if I if I ever met Colton in person, it would be un, like I wouldn't know how to talk to him because I've never like it's only like once every three years that I have to like put my head down a little bit to talk to someone. Yeah, like I normally Both talk. I normally talk to I normally talk to people like this, like with my head up. Hey, how are you? Good, good to see yeah. you. Yeah. When my coach met him, he said he was like the stockiest, most jacked out of mind person he'd ever met. Who? My coach looks like a rich brony. Who said that? Oh, my CrossFit coach. He said that he, about Colton said, Mertens? Yeah, he's just like the most compact, jacked person he's ever seen. And my coach looks like Rich Cronin type of deal. Dude, he's 5'4", 185. And, and then and you see him with his shirt off, and it's like it, it's almost like all proportional and shit, too. It's so, it's so I don't know how he weighs that much. Yeah. yeah, he looks, he's a stout motherfucker. And some of the shit he does is crazy. Yeah, like weightlifting on a wood floor. Yeah. God, can you imagine how much it must smell in that room? Someone, <laughs> someone should get him an air cleaner. I, someone should seriously get him an air cleaner and put it in that room. I like that Matt Souza is in view so we can see his reactions. Usually we can't see him, and Sevon is always commenting on his reactions. Well, thank you, Maharaji. Thank you, Maharaji. He's like a little pony you want to ride. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Wow. See, when I see I, when I see women make comments like that, that's a woman, right? Deanna McCarthy. It just gives me hope for humanity. I didn't even see that comment. I was- <laughs> that is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. 
Um, Matt Smith, $10. Thank you, sir. Sevon, love the pod. You'd freeze your ass off in South Dakota. No pool days in November up there. Also been wondering for a while, what's the meaning of life? Good. Yeah. yeah I, you have to keep asking that until you die. Oh, shit. What happened to my headphones? They keep sliding off. Yeah, meaning of life. What's... I I think maybe there's some better questions than that, but but yeah, like dig like dig in. I think like maybe like you're you like you're using a shovel when maybe you need a pickaxe, but like I do that. I use a shovel all the time in my uh, yard when I because I'm just too lazy to walk over and grab the pickaxe. The dirt's so rough. Well, Guy has Rich and Hinshaw. Hopper has Matt, which is essentially having Hinshaw, so they'll both get it. I, I don't think either of them get it. Yikes! I can't believe I said that. <laughs> I think it'll be the one who just really dedicates themselves. That's always going to yeah. be the underlying factor, right? Like if you just are every decision you make, if it's helping you get closer to the podium, then you're on the right track. And if they're not, then they're, they're not. Is this real Alan? The liver King is only five, five. Have you seen this guy, Sousa? He's all over Instagram now. Eating yeah. cow balls and shit. Brian. Um, Brian. I did. So uh, most of you probably already know this already. Someone asked up there. Um, basically what happened was, is when Greg did the Floyd 19 thing, we got to see everyone um, uh, flinch. So imagine, um, imagine all of us who are listening to the show right now, we're all standing in a room together and someone rolled a grenade in the room. We'd get to see, and we all thought it was a real grenade. We'd get to see everyone's reaction. So like I might jump out a window and step on a little kid's neck to get out. And Matt Susan might grab a, a two little girls next to him who he doesn't even know and run for the door. And we would get to see everyone's reaction. And when Greg did the Floyd 19 thing, that's what happened. We got to see everyone's reaction. I've had a, a ton of opportunities in life like that. They're really amazing. Um, one, one time I was um, with my wife and we were walking and she told me she was pregnant and it was April fools and I didn't know it. And she let me sit with that for 30 minutes. And it was so crazy because I, I, when someone tells you that they're pregnant, at least for me, and I, I think for a lot of people, you real, you start to reorganize your whole life instantaneously. Like you're like, okay, I'm definitely not getting a car and I need to do this and I should pay this off and I need to get up my student loans and we should probably figure out where we're going to live and we're going to need an extra bedroom and who, oh, how am I going to tell my mom? I mean, your brain just starts like, for someone like me, I'm trying to get like all that shit, like my ducks in a row. I have nine, like all of a sudden the timer was set for nine months to get my shit together, my life together. And 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 how I first responded to her, I was supposed to have a meeting actually with Greg and Lauren that day. Um, I don't know, it was probably like 2009 and it was about to talk about um, whether I was going to continue with CrossFit, whether they were going to pay me enough because I've been doing so much work for free. And I was kind of like running that. And so I said, I was running that conversation over in my head, how I was going to proceed with CrossFit. And I go, hey, do you think right now is the right time to tell me that? And And like, as I'm saying, I'm like, you fucking jackass. <laughs> the chick you love just told you she's pregnant. You asked her if right now is the right time. Anyway, so you get to see that stuff. And uh and I was really happy I got to see that. I got to see, I got to see, I got to do a test run. So when when the Floyd 19 thing came out, I got to see a test run. And I saw some really, really I was gonna say bad. Bad's not the right word. Sad, disappointing reactions. Um I, I, 
I'll tell you one other story. I was in I was in Africa on the um, Nairobi highway. It's a highway that runs between <laughs> Mombasa and Nairobi. Uh, Mombasa is on the eastern seaboard, the Indian Ocean. Sorry, Mo- yeah, Mombasa is on uh, on the Indian Ocean, and Nairobi's inland. And for those of you who haven't been to Africa, just to give you an idea of the of the situation there, it's the kind of place where if a bus full of kids were to hit an elephant on the highway, people would just come out of the bush and instead of necessarily helping the kids, they would start cutting the elephant up for food. Like life is hard there. It's minute to minute survival. To give you another example of their economic conditions, the people in the United States consume more sleep, sleep aid medication in cost than that country's GDP. And that's one of the fucking rich countries in Africa. So I was there and I had just come out and I, and I was in a, in a, in a pack of two, two, two groups of cars. Uh, there were, there were two cars. I think they were both pathfinders and we were driving out of the bush and um, it was all, it was, uh, it was all white people uh, except for the driver of one of the car, the driver of the both, both cars. And one of those drivers was our host, which was, a, his name was Salum Maruti. And he was a friend of mine for, for like 10 years. Cause I'd been to Africa before that trip. And we'd stayed in touch. We spent a lot of time together. And um, one of the cars broke down on the highway. I cannot explain this scene to you enough. There's nothing like it in the United States. Just the, the way humanity just hangs out. And just the way there's just people everywhere. And yet you're out in the middle of nowhere. And it's like it's, it's, it's basically this main, the only main corridor and paved road in this country. Except for in the cities. It's like the only highway they have. You can look on a map. And so like and, and no and no one has shoes or anything like that. I mean, it's it's you know, you would see a guy with a tie and he wouldn't have shoes. Anyway, so the cars break down and all the fucking people in the car, and I and I hate, I hate to do this, but of course, all the people in the car terrified. I shouldn't say, of course, I didn't even know why. It caught me off guard. And I'm assuming it was because the, the country is so foreign. So you go there and nothing, nothing seems um, you don't recognize you don't recognize anything, regardless if you're white or black or Asian. Nothing feels like home to you. And and you stand out like a sore thumb because you don't look like these people at all. I mean, completely stand out, completely stand out the way like an albino st- um, sticks out somewhere. and. So the cars break down and one of the cars break down and everyone. In, and so the, we stop on the highway and everyone fucking freaks out in the car. There's probably like 12 or 14 of us, seven people in each car. And everyone is fucking freaking out except for me and Travis Bajant. Travis Bajant was there, the arm wrestler, professional arm wrestler. And everyone's losing their shit. And everyone jumps out of the car that I'm in that broke down and jumps into the other Pathfinder. And they're packed in there like sardines. And that, ba- and that car speeds away. And leaves me and Travis on the side of the Nairobi Mombasa Highway. I have two $10,000 cameras strapped around my neck. And they leave us there. And there's no plan to pick us up. There's nothing. We're two hours from our fucking hotel. (laughs) Fucking nuts. Fucking nuts. So you know what I did? Do what I always do. I started taking pictures of bugs on the ground. 
<laughs> I got off the highway. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so great being stupid. So much better being stupid. What was the conversation like when you met up with the other people in the other car? So, so eventually we found a pickup. We jumped in the back of a pickup, right? And a guy drove us fucking, we drove in the back of this pickup for an hour till we got downtown. And then like from there, we've tried to figure out some other shit. And it, the whole time I'm like, I cannot believe these fucking pussy. I could not, I just can't believe what pussies people are. I cannot believe how scared people get. Or, and so basically the whole time Travis is like, Hey dude, you got to act totally cool when we get to the hotel and we see those people. Yeah, dude stuff. There were semis flipped over everywhere. Yes. Zebras, people everywhere. Yes. These um, kids everywhere. And everyone's coming up to us. Like we're fucking like, like we fell from the sky, like people touching you, touching your cameras, uh, dudes with guns coming over. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. See that one with all the trucks lined up shit like that. Exhaust everywhere. Potholes so big that you could like, it, like if a car hit it, it would, that would, it would be an accident. The other cars would just drive over that car that fell in the pothole. I mean, it's nuts. <laughs> it is chaos. <laughs> And basically, Travis is like, hey, we just have to act cool. We just have to act cool. And I, I and I tried that cool, but it changed my opinion of everyone who was there, right? Yeah, like it changed my opinion totally of everyone who was there. I realized I was a, I don't know how you want to say, it, a higher order being, or I was dumber, or something happened. But I was, I, 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 and so basically, that same thing happened when Greg, when Greg posted Floyd nineteen. I saw really, 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 really unconscious, horrible behavior. Um, from a lot of people. And so you want to know questions about Dan Bailey or Katrin's daughter. I've talked about Katrin extensively, what she did extensively. I had at it with her. There's this, there's this saying I saw yesterday. You really, really don't want to fuck with someone who doesn't have anything to lose. And so that's basically what you guys are getting from me. I just feel like I have nothing to lose anymore. Like, like on certain fronts. I'm I'm done being bullied. I'm I'm done. I'm done playing any any games. It was like I was at the tennis courts the other day, and these ladies walk up, and we'd only been there for ten minutes. And these ladies said, "Hey, how long have you been here on the courts?" And I said, "My wife said ten minutes." And the lady said, "Well, we've been waiting ten minutes." I said, "Okay, eleven minutes." And she called me an asshole. And of course, I wasn't going to say anything. But my but my wife goes, "Hey, you you asked, and he told you." And then I, like from there, I just go zero to ten thousand. Like I'm, I'm I'm not like upset like inside but like i'm also ready to kill them i'm not doing the bully thing anymore i'm not doing i'll say whatever i want I, if i hurt someone it's not that i don't care i do care i don't i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to mix up the two but I'm, I'm just not going to be bullied anymore i'm going to stand up for people because i have nothing to lose what can you do to me call me racist call me sexist call, it doesn't matter to me i don't need any of you i don't like not you like I need you. I need all 97 of you listening. <laughs> Please someone call before I say something stupid, but I'm not, I'm just not going to be bullied anymore. If I know my intention, I'm not going to be bullied anymore. I'm done. I'm done. I'm fucking done being bullied. I'm not going to let anyone be bullied anymore. That's even more important. I don't like, you can't, that's the thing. There's nothing even to bully me about. Like, I don't even care. Like you could call me a fucking cunt. Like I don't, I'm not going to, if you call me a cunt, I won't even give you the time of date. That's not the kind of bullying I'm talking about. <laughs> like, like if, 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 if you told me, you know, call me a fucking asshole. I, like, that's fine. I'm not, that's not the kind of bullying I'm talking about. Uh, good morning.
302. Hey. Where's 302? Delaware. Uh oh wow wow that's the that's the yeah, state you that you're supposed to set up, yeah that's the state you're supposed to set up all your corporations in yeah 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 it's a great tax haven apparently <laughs> Facebook has an office here apparently how are you I'm good how are you man dude I'm I'm living the dream it's not even it's 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 sort of not even fair I feel bad not you bad, got a great life but yeah I feel um I feel like I should I need to make sure I do my part from this from this little cave I live in. Yeah, you do cool stuff and you say cool shit, so it's good. Um, Thank you. But I've asked—I have a question for you. Yep. Um, and and I've asked you this a bunch of times, and you've ducked me a bunch of times. Uh oh. And I have a feeling <laughs> you're gonna duck me again. Me, hey, me too. Me too. But, me, me, but, the and, fuck too. And it's okay. But I'm gonna keep asking until I get an answer. I feel like you're the only person on earth who might tell me this. Oh, right, I think I think you're breaking up. I think we're about to lose this call. I think you're breaking up. Bullshit! I got five bars, motherfucker. <laughs> oh right, God! You, you, you ready? No. All right, good. And now, now you've got privileged knowledge. You know, I don't say privilege. We don't like that word. But you have special knowledge. You you know the inner workings of CrossFit. You know the inner workings of of HQ. So, oh, I thought you were going to ask me what it's like having a twelve-inch dicks. My, I, this is, I'm totally comfortable with what you're talking about. Go ahead, go ahead, go there, ahead. Ask there, any question there's you want. No reason I would ask you that because I know that's not true. All right. <laughs> anyway, our program's main site. Ah, oh, that is a fantastic <laughs> question. Yeah, uh, I'm always getting curious. I've followed main site for years. I love main site. I love programming. It's had its moments, so it leads me to believe that there's been multiple people that have programmed it over the years. And I have my suspicions, but you need to tell the world, break that NDA that we know you have and isn't, tell us who programs me. Isn't it, isn't it weird? You bring up a really good question and you're right. I'm going to duck it. Isn't it weird? I have not signed an <laughs> NDA. There's no rules about it there. Um, but in as much as like part, it's such a weird relationship I have with HQ. Cause I, I sincerely fucking hate some of the shit that that's, um, God, it's it's like it's like I hate Santa Claus's outfit. I don't know what the right metaphor is for it, but it's like it, it's such a it's so fucked up. And yet I just have such crazy loyalties to some of the aspects of it. And I could never I can't tell you that I, can, I will tell you this, though. The first time in 2007 or six, it was either end of 2006 or 2007 that I got insight into the programming. I was. Um, I was shocked at, at the process. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving it at that. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But I do have a loyalty okay. to some of that. I can't tell you where the Bat Cave is. I don't. I think like God's gonna be like, you threw a rock at that truck <laughs> truck as it drove by when you're 14. I'll be like, yeah. He's like, I forgive you. He'll be like, and 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 you got drunk with that girl and had sex with her in her parents' bed. I'm like, yeah, I know. He's all, I forgive you. And then I'll be like, and you told the world about HQ's programming? <laughs> Hell, I just I just can't. I just can't. Right. I don't know why All I can't. Right. I just can't. I'm not going to ask you. I'm not going to. You know what? That, that's fair. That, that, that gives me finality. So yeah. But, but uh, All right. yeah, okay. All right. And I have one more question. Yes. I have one more question. Yes. Real quick. Yes. When are you having Greg on? Uh, very soon. You know what's funny is so <laughs> um, yesterday when uh, – so we were supposed to have Mo Miller on this this morning, and he's having some. Um, he had to do it. Uh, uh, he's scrambling for last minute stuff for, for his fight that's happening on the fourteenth, and um, 
I immediately text Greg and go, Greg, will you just come on for 15 minutes? Well, oh, I, yeah. I, and like, let's just break the ice. I just want to say like, how's the weather and in, in, in wherever you live and, and how's, how's your mom and dad and, and what's up? What new cars have you gotten? Yeah. And just like, what's it like being Richard and God? And just like, just shoot the <laughs> shit. Not like saying he like, not, not yeah. wait till Jan one till we do that. But just like get him on it kind of just to show off to the world that I'm friends with them. And, uh, and he just didn't respond. You know what I mean? Like we text back and forth a thousand <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah, we text back and forth a thousand times. And then I was like, want to come on the show? And it's like, ghost. No. <laughs> but he, but he texted well, me this morning, too. Uh, we were talking about there. computers. So, oh, uh, wow. UAE. <laughs> Do you mind if I get this, Mr. Delaware? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Peace. Oh. <laughs> Good morning. Hello. Hi. Is it female? Oh my God, I got it. Yes, you did. Okay, Sivan, I'm calling from far. That's why I didn't know if I would uh, get through or something. You're calling um, from where? From wanted... far? From far? I'm calling from Dubai. Yes, yes. Oh, snap. What's your name? Melissa. Lalisha. I comment, some... I comment sometimes on your sideboard. Oh. Lelisha Odier? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you today. You have a name of someone that I've had a contentious relationship with in my town. Um, <laughs> and so and so whenever I see your name, I, it, it brings back those memories. I'm looking for – I saw you commented today. Yeah. It's it's a little bit different, but it's your last name that starts with an O that, that, that catches my attention every time. Lelisha. Oh, okay. okay. No, but it's uh, – okay. Yeah. I don't know. No, I never. I mean, I lived in San Francisco for some time, but not anymore. Okay. What are you? What's your ethnicity? So, are you Armenian? Uh, we are a lot. Yeah. My, no, you're not. I just uh, my father up. is Armenian. What? Really? No, that's true. Yes. Oh, wow. You sound, my like, one of my rel- Ar- you sound like one of my relatives. No, I'm, f- I mean, I'm a lot of things. My father is Armenian, Bartayon. Okay. And my mother is Algerian. And I was born in Spain, grew up in France. Uh, my husband is Swiss. My kids were born in Hong Kong. So Wait, <laughs> are you are you are you black and Armenian? Are you black and are you? Is your mom? No, I'm not black. Oh, okay. My Man, mom is it. Algerian, Algerian, North African, Algeria. Oh, okay. And, and what do Algerians yeah, look so- like? Uh, like Mediterraneans mostly. Like if you look at me, people never know where I come from. They always say, "Oh, are you Italian? Or are we? Are you Spanish? Or are you like you know?" Yeah. Yeah. Do you have crazy thick hair? Crazy what? Thick hair. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I bet you have amazing hair. <laughs> crazy question. <laughs> I'm 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 a hair aficionado. All the Armenian, yeah, yeah, all the I Armenians I know have cra- all the Armenians I know have crazy thick hair. And then when you said you were yeah, Mediterranean, yeah. all the Mediterraneans I know have thick hair. I had this Greek girlfriend. Yeah. It, was, it was like her hair didn't even look real. It was nuts. I know. I know like you're rope. fascinated by hair and waxing and all those things. All so. those things. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Do not wax your head or your eyebrows. I like a big bushy eyebrow. Okay. All right. 
Uh, how, is, do you have any questions? Do you, is there any comments? Yeah, my question is, no, my comment was like, you know, I believe like Greg, I was always wondering why he never came um, to a podcast or to an interview and explain himself. I felt like, you know, he just threw something out there that was misinterpreted or something and he never explained it. And then he left. And he let all these people comment on him and say all the things they said, even though they, I mean, they clearly profited from whatever, I mean, they gained from him. So I, I was just wondering why he never explained what he said. You know, that's a good question. I, I'll ask him that when I have him on. I'm, I'm wondering and if he would say, well, I did explain or I'm not sure. It, I have, it, it was... The country was really – I don't know who started it. I don't know if it was people like Charlie Kirk or Officer Tatum or Candace Owens. But our country here in the United States was at a fevered pitch of insane bullying. It was literally you, – you wouldn't believe the witch hunt that was going on here. And so basically uh, um, all the rats had pulled um, – and, and everyone became so fake. It was like overnight. It's, it, it is getting much, much better. But overnight, everyone was trying to say this right thing, even if they knew it was wrong. No, they, they didn't even. I don't, seriously, the only thing I can really think of comparing it to, and obviously I wasn't there, would be Nazi Germany, the stories I would read there. And the stories were that the, the, the People would be in church and the train would go by with the Jews in the in the in the in the in the train screaming. And instead of doing anything about it, the churchgoers would just sing louder to drown out the sounds of the screams. And it was literally like that here. You would see just the most oppressive, racist shit. And yet everyone was looking the other way because it was in the name of black people or BLM or what the news was saying was okay. It was so bizarre. And um yeah, it, it was just a mass social lynching going on here. It was so bad. And then finally some people were just like, hey, fuck you. And and now the tide's starting to slowly swing the other way and people are starting to realize, oh my goodness. I mean, we like we, you know, we just got this we just got this lieutenant governor in Virginia who's a black woman. She's the first black woman ever to be the lieutenant governor of Virginia. Mm -hmm. And instead of um the side that was screaming racist uh supporting her. Um, because that's totally their thing, right? To judge everything by sex and color of the skin. Instead of supporting her, now they're calling her a white woman. It's 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 nuts. But I think I think the tide is turning. Basically, what it is is it's just that we have a there's a group of people here with a very very limited consciousness, and because of their limited consciousness, they act like that. And what does that mean? They act like animals. They're 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 basically dogs inside of human bodies. And and I know that they are our brethren. I know that we all are, you know, of, of this one, uh, you know, source of life. So I'm not sure how it plays out. I'm not sure if it's that they wake up or that, or that they push this other side that that's, that's, that's more conscious to a point where they, they have to be, I don't, I don't know what happens to them, but they can't, but they can't go on like that. They can't keep going on bullying people and projecting their own shit onto everyone else, you know? 
So, no, so basically sure, to answer your question, Greg got yeah. pushed. Even if he did say something, you would have never heard it. The, 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 the church raised its voice so loud. So you wouldn't hear the screaming Jews in the train going by and, and, you, and they're doing it still mm. in this country. I mean, you, if you go over to, and listen to in, the, the, the president of Instagram has an account and he goes live like every day and he posts stuff. And if you go over there and look at what he's posting and saying 10 years ago, that would have never been allowed to be said. He would have been the one getting lynched. It's the most racist, biased, sexist, craziest propaganda ever. And yet for some reason now it's being accepted. And on the other hand, if you speak out against him, you're being censored. I mean, the the um, the I just saw this morning that the. It was either the president of Moderna or the president of Pfizer was saying that people who spread misinformation about the vaccines should be imprisoned. Because it's crazy. I know because because it's killing people. Meanwhile, you cannot find anywhere on mainstream media in the United States where they talk about the real cure, which we know is to stop eating added sugar and refined carbohydrates. And then you can you can Mm -hmm. do whatever you want. Just don't get hit by a car. No, I agree fully with you on the COVID thing. And I and even if you wanna come into my life and say, save me, then why are you not closing up all the McDonald's and all the Coca-Cola companies and all those things if you really care about the people? So, you know, it's it's just it's just nuts. The whole thing is nuts. But yeah, okay, I, I get it about it, it was just like to me, Greg always fought for his ideas. He was always outspoken about everything, whatever, you know, people throw at him. So I was like, oh, it seems like he, he just left it. And maybe I thought inside he was just time for himself to say, okay, this is, this is not for me anymore. I think some of the people on the inside who are close to him also turned on him. And that because they were yeah, scared of the mob. That. That's 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 the worst. And I think that I think if if everyone next to him would have stayed close and strong with him, but in um, I, I think that's what damaged him. Also, I think that the people who he thought were close to him didn't stand by his side and actually turn turned on him. It was really amazing. I basically viewed a lot of people. I viewed Greg as a um. Uh, as a lion that that got injured in the field and all the other lions and lionesses scattered and the maggots and the hyenas and the vultures came to feed on him. And, and, And that's their character, right? I'm not saying that in a negative way, but that's what maggots do. That's what hyenas do. And that's what vultures do. They prey on the weak. And I do think that Greg could have fought this off he is a fighter of the highest order and he's extremely articulate. And um, you, I don't know what, what it would have looked like on the other side, but he could have fought this and won. And instead, but he's also older now. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm sure some part yeah, of him, that's we'll what ask I feel him, like like, some part of Fuck him you, was I'm like, 70. Yeah, I, Eat a dick. I'm out. You yeah. guys don't appreciate me. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. Jesus is an apropos story too. Fine. You want to kill me on the cross? I'm going to see Papa. Peace. <laughs> You know, like well, in the end, as you said, he's uh, he's he's well, he's wealthy, and uh, you know what comes around goes around, and nine beautiful kids. Yeah, he has nine beautiful kids. He has three of the fastest production cars ever made this year. I mean, the guy, uh, he has homes, uh, massive homes, and some of the nicest land on the on you know on this earth. 
um yeah life's good he's got his own fat plane he can fly around in boats he's but but i will tell you this he is working he is working he is working he's up to some shit and it's pretty fucking cool and i can't wait to show for him to show the world he's up to some really and he's going to get right back into the fight uh, even at a higher place than where he was in the fight last time and i think people are going to be really excited and proud of him I hope so. I really hope so. I wish him the best and you too, Sivan. And you are hilarious. And I love your podcast. I, I need to tell you that. I follow all of them and I love them. And I had a pretty shitty day today, but you were hilarious. Why? And Why did you have I, a shitty a good day luck and, uh, No, you don't. But, you know, uh, my best friend's father, who was my father figure, died. So uh. I was like, but then I, but, you know, it's life. But then I heard you and you were going on a rant on I don't know what. And I started laughing really hard. And then this guy with his mother-in-law called you. And then it went on and on. And, and that was the best. And, okay. You know, it, it's always good to hear you. It's always good to hear you and all your team. I mean, Matt and, and uh, Brian and, uh, and John, you are good people. Thank and Josh you. and everybody. Who's John? Oh, so yeah, John Young. Day. Wish you the best. Okay. Yeah, you. John Young. Yeah, I forgot you. about him. Oh, shit, I got to get him back on the show. Shit. Absolutely. He's great. He's yeah. great. You have a good people around you. Yes, I'm lucky. Thank you. All Thank right. You. Thank you so much, Stefan. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, that lady's voice does something to me. That's uh I can't really explain it. It's um that lady's voice is so familial to me. Really? I know Pete Clinton, she's on for a long time. I know I can't I can't help it. I th- like that was like like my aunt calling me. I can't tell you like that shit just rocks me. What's up, brother? How's Florida? What's up? 780-786-786. What that's a horrible area code. Hello, is, is it me? Yes, it is you. Hey, it's Butch. Butch, what's up? Not too much. How come you said uh, that it's a, has a, her- a horrible area code? I don't know. I just those numbers just don't sit well with me. I like a four one five or an eight oh five or a two one three or like you know what I mean. Like I don't think uh, who's the rapper? I got hoes in different area codes. I don't think he's got a hoe in your area code. <laughs> I just don't think so. Just instinct, instinct. Uh, that's a fun. That's a funny joke. Are you doing? A, are you a com- um, a comedian? No. Um. <laughs> I have a question. You're saying on the real, the real way to be treating on uh, COVID is to just eat a no sugar and um, bread and the vaccine is fake. Um, so if I took a vaccine already, can I get rid of it and eat a lot of bread? Um, I don't think the vaccine is fake. I don't know, but I don't think it's fake. I think that those... The but needle- before you said that, how come they... They push the vaccine, and um, but really, the cure is for to eat and no sugar. Uh, hold on, hold on one second, Matt. Will you translate that for me? <laughs> I'm a little confused as well, too. I think what what he's essentially trying to ask is if the cure is no sugar, then why do we have the vaccine? Is that correct? Uh, okay, yeah. The you don't have he- an answer. Is it? It's a question a little bit too. I understand that sometimes my level on thinking is a little bit high level and maybe you're not a get on my wavelength. I understand it. It's not easy thinking. You're maybe more linear. If you, um, if you stop eating added sugar and refined carbohydrates, okay, you will be at the 95 yard line of optimal health. 
for the, and then a hundred yard line is a touchdown. <laughs> and if you incorporate some movement in that, then it, like it, a CrossFit, it, didn't the guy who's, um, year that you got fired from a CrossFit podcast cause he did a bad, said a bad thing on a podcast, right? <laughs> are you same? Are you same guy who got fired on Dude, a CrossFit podcast? You are so. What's your name? Butch. Butch. And and what and what state are you calling from? Where's seven eight six? That's the homestead of Florida. But I used to live in um, Tennessee, Idaho, and I moved with my friends Terry and uh, Pete and other friends. Oh, cool. Are do you do CrossFit? Are you a practitioner of the lifestyle method that we call CrossFit? Are you part of the cult? Um, well, I do like to be fit and I'll tell you what, when I'm not, when, when I see someone who's not fit, it makes me quite cross, <laughs> but not, not so to speak. I heard it's a waste of money and, um, sort of making money off of people who are sort of stupid and don't know how to just do workout on their own, just to lift things up. Right. And what, what fitness program do you do? Is it beta fit? I can't tell if this is real. Beta fit. Oh, someone just said Homestead is the slums. Is that? I thank you because I don't know what. I did not know what Homestead is. I think he's what? trying to prove you wrong. Homestead is a small. That, that you're hyperbole on the Small town. Small town. But this guy, Savan, Savan, do you you don't like a vaccine or what about wear a mask? No, no, I I, I don't think it's necessary for. Are you asking for me personally? For you personally with a mustache, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I need a um, any. I don't need any drugs, and I don't need yeah. any mask. I don't even wear a Halloween mask. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Well, okay. Hey, you know what they? You know what they always have said? Science can only go so far. After science leaves off, that's where CrossFit picks up the baton. Thanks for talking, Colin and folks. See you later. Bye. Dude, higher level thinking is amazing. Butch sounds like a little. <laughs> Butch sounds like a little bitch. <laughs> hey, you remember before you were talking and you were like the bullying of all bond? That's that's a great example there. Like, I can't tell if he was just like doing it to like to like be fun with you, or if he was like if he was actually whatever pissed off. But that passive aggressive, like he, moral high ground bullying. I want it. But I wanted so, the thing is, is he was so ner- I really wanted to fight with him, but he was so nervous that he couldn't get it out. That dude had like talk. a plan. He had yeah, such. He talk. Oh shit! Hey, hey, I, I gotta take this other call. I gotta take this other call. Sorry, guys. I got it. Call back. Sorry. You're gonna die when you see who this is, Colton. <laughs> Colton. Yeah. Holy shit. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. <laughs> but how are you? Good. Um, I just got done watching a pig barn. Uh, yeah, I was listening to, uh, I just started listening in the podcast uh, right before, I don't know, some caller. Did I say anything bad Never about you? You're not, on, you're not on your way over to my house to beat me up, are you? <laughs> You said you think my garage stinks or something like that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I said someone needs to get you an air cleaner for in there. I bet you it smells horrible in there. 
Why do you think it smells? Because there's 14,000 pigs around the spot or 15,000 <laughs> pigs. And I and you don't have time to clean up. And there's probably like old socks in the corner. Like you work oh, out, God. you go to work, and then you work out again. There's like there's no there's no sanitation in the place. And you're so your time is so limited, you probably just pee in the corner of your gym. <laughs> okay, so I don't live next to pigs. And I do clean it probably uh, about every other week on Sunday. I need, I need to see and that on your platform, Instagram. Somebody said something about my platform. My platform, yeah, I built that thing. That's, it's, uh, it's comfortable to a road platform. Or build platform, man. I can barely hear you, Colton. Are you um? Are you on uh, speakerphone or? Uh, no, I'm not driving. I'm going to right now. Wait, can we can we just send him a link and he can click on it? Wait, hold on. Um, just bring him in. Yeah, how do I do, do? I have him in my in this phone right here. Let me see. Hold on. I can do it. You want me to send him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Team Mertens. Oh, do you know we have a thread called Team Mertens? Sorry, I was talking to C- Colton. Yeah. Will you click the link that Matt sent? You? We're gonna hang up and click the link that Matt sent you. Sure. Okay. Bye. Um. Someone wrote, "Talk about backfire." This guy tried to be a smartass and turn into looking like a dumbass. I know that's the thing. I wanted to give that guy enough runway to like. I wanted him to say something so I could just blast him, but like, I think he was just really nervous. I'm all for fighting, doing a little fighting with people on the he air. Didn't, he didn't have a point though. Look at my mom made a comment, Colton. We love you. My mom likes Colton too. My mom's probably into short dudes. How could she not be? <laughs> Finally, the muscle hamster's back on. We're going to do a show with him. Um, very soon. We got to get this guy on. Yeah. The majority of your show is about CrossFit and how could he not? Yeah, why did he call in? I get it. Caller, what's up? What's up, Savon? Hi. I just got bummed. You hung up on me and told me to call back, but it was worth it for Colton Merton. Oh, he yeah. I think, yeah. And, and so we gave him a link. Um, so hopefully he's just going to hit that link and he'll come straight into StreamYard. That's what's up. I, I well, want to tell I, you I something. Do you know how cool I am that um, Colton Merton's called <laughs> the phone? Like, do you know yeah, how, I get like, the impression you're cool enough that he's got a, a separate line into the show. <laughs> no, I wish I want to lie to you so bad and say, yes, you're right. <laughs> but it's like, like, I think I'm like cool. It's pretty cool that my mom listens to the show. I'm always surprised to see that. And that Colton Merton's <laughs> call. That is so nuts. It, it, it's like almost like, mom, it's almost like I've arrived. I know it's, it's a double-edged sword. I kind of don't want to know that she listens. Say that again. Sorry. I'm surprised that anybody who has a podcast, like everybody's mom should be listening to their show. Right. Isn't that like a supportive <laughs> parent? I guess I just don't think it, I just I'm just I just struggle to see that this is a show that's appropriate for moms. There he is. There he is. Colton, what's up, dude? How's it going? Oh, you got a haircut. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Looking good. Oh, and those are your earpieces. Oh, this sounds much better. Okay. So get it. So you're saying so tell me about your platform. Your platform's not janky. Uh, Well, it wasn't when I built it. But um. The problem is the floor on my in my garage is not level, so it's uh it leads to the left and leads forward. That's the only thing. Other than that, my platform's good. So when you set the bar down, it just rolls away from you. 
yeah, I have to, uh, so I have trash pads, and usually I'll just use that to keep the bar from going away and don't drop the other spell. But, uh, Got yeah, so, but the thing is, once I get to, like, our actual gym, I feel very, very strong. It's, uh, it being uneven, and it's, uh, it's not flat, so, like, you have to jump, get a little bit. Oh, but those those crash pads concern me. Wait a second. Oh, oh, wait. If you lift it from the crash pad, oh, you're not lifting it from the crash yeah. pad. Oh, okay. So when you cycle it, you cycle you still cycle it off the ground. You don't cycle off the crash pad because then that wouldn't then you wouldn't be picking it up from deep enough, right? Yeah. Crash pads just cover it. Um, how, how's, how's everything going? How, how is all the training going? Is, is everything going according to plan? Yeah, it's actually going really well right now. Recovery is going way better than I expected. Uh, strength is going really well. I've hit a few PRs lately, and um, it's been feeling really good. I'm excited. I'm supposed to compete, like, tomorrow, but uh, competition got canceled. Mayhem, desert heat. Oh, yeah. How does that work when that gets canceled? Like, did you have plane tickets and all that shit? Yeah, uh, I had plane tickets, and they were going to cover the hotel. But uh, I'm just kind of fucked on the plane ticket now, I guess. Um, yeah. Um, someone someone just said, Dylan Vowell said, was it Colt Merton that said you have two options in life, make it easier or get tougher? Yep, that was me. <laughs> that was you? Yeah, I need a patent that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, it seems out of your character to call. Is this like part of like your CrossFit training? You're like, okay, I don't want to call. I don't want to talk to anyone. Okay, I'm gonna face this, this thing I don't want to do head on, and I'm just gonna call. Fuck these guys. Yeah, well, it's funny. The other day, my dad actually asked me. He's like, you're kind of, kind of don't really like people, do you? I'm like, uh, I don't know, not a lot. He's like, you like me? I'm like, yeah, sure. I like you. Um, so it's funny you mention that, but. No, I was just watching uh, a big bar, and I wear my headphones because it's pretty loud. And uh, I was listening to another podcast, and it got done. And I saw you on here, so I popped on. I you talking about something here. I called you, but I called you next month. God, isn't technology amazing? Here we can just be talking shit about Colton Mertens to the whole world on YouTube, and he's like, wait a second. Let me set the record straight here, and you can just call and talk to everyone in real time. Hey, um, so your dad fucked with you a little bit. Like, like he's like, God, that's what how I treat my kids. That's exactly what I would say to my He's like, you like me, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he fucks with me a lot. He likes to play jokes and, and things like that. God, I love it. Hey, Dylan, where did you hear that? Where, where did you, how did you know Colton said that? Where did you hear him say that? You have two options in life. Make it easier or get tougher. Colton, you should definitely throw that on a shirt. Yeah, for real. I should, uh, get get, get, get a Swolverine to uh, brand it there and uh, do a Swolverine Cole Merton shirt. Absolutely. That'd be sweet. Where do you um, – so so what's the plan now for, for when, when something like that happens uh, when the event in Dubai gets canceled, then what happens like with your training? Like do you have – do you reorganize or it's not a big deal or – no, uh, I wasn't going to be peaking for this event. Uh, just going to be training. Training straight through to my focus and related games. 
So I was going to go compete, try and win some money. And also it's just a really good gauge to see where you're at and see how training's going. Um, obviously you can retest workouts and see if you're getting fitter, but you never really know how effective your training is or where you stack up in the field or if you're good enough at certain movements yet until you go and compete at a high level. So that was kind of the plan with that, is to see where some things were at. But um, I mean, nothing really changes as far as my training goes. I'm still working on weaknesses and uh, still focusing on for that actual game. I, I saw you you did the Zello games. You were like you took 10th or something. Yeah. What is that about? Um, just, it was in, didn't cost a lot of money to do, and there's an opportunity to win some money. So I just went ahead and threw it in with training. And uh, it's hard to perform sometimes in the garage being with uh, the equipment. Uh, and space demands a lot of those workouts have. So um, there isn't really... I guess trying to really win, I just kind of went through it. Did you get money? Do you did you get money from that? No, I didn't do that. What did he say? I didn't play here. Oh, but you but so you just got to post. Does that piss you off? Like when you see that those people beat you, does that fuck with you? Are you like, God damn it, I should be at the top of this pile? Yeah, definitely. Part of me is like that, but also it's um, it's a online event and. So it's uh, it's just never the same in person, and <clears throat> there's always differences like how you can set up your stuff and um, where you're at in your training phase, um, how much people are kind of deloading for that and things like that. So it's really, it's really not a great way to compare to see how you're doing. But it's just kind of a fun thing to do. So you were just cleaning the pig barns, and now where are you driving? I'm going to another pig barn now. I have a couple other things to finish up, and then I'm gonna go shower and start training. In my are we gonna see? Garage. Are Are you close to the big barn now that you're going into? Yeah. Are we gonna be able to see in there? Or is there like all sorts of like violations, like farming violations, <laughs> and we can't see it? No, there's no violations, but anything like that. I take good care of my pigs. Um. I know it'd be kind of loud. I don't usually take my phone out in there because I don't want to drop it. Oh, good um, call. Hey, hey, we know it's all fucked up in there, and there's violations. We watch the media. We watch. We watch CNN. We know there's nothing good. As we eat our pork chops every night, we know there's nothing good about that. Okay, my kids love me. They're excited to see me every day. I'm like God to them. That's awesome. <laughs> You're like God to me. <laughs> All right, Colton. Well, thanks for calling in. Hey, um, are we are we working? On, we're working on scheduling you for a whole show, right? Yeah, next week sometime. Okay, bitching. Cool. All right, dude. Thanks for calling in. Call in anytime. All right. Yeah. Have a good time, guys. See ya. Okay. Later, Colton. Bye. He said he feels like a god around his pigs. I feel like a fucking god of fucking yesterday. I mean, yesterday we saw Dave Castro and Ronnie Teasdale on the same podcast. That was a fucking a trip. I feel like anything's possible. Yeah. The funny part about that was I had no idea Dave was coming on. And I was like, oh, here he is thinking it was Ronnie. And then I like entered and I'm like, Dave? <laughs> Dave? Oh, shoot. I forgot to tell my mom. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Uh-oh. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Uh-oh. Hold on. I have to do this really quick. Uh, so check out these are my new headphones do you see them wrapped around my neck fancy 
Hi. Um, are you coming over to the house? Yeah. Okay. Are you here now? Okay. Well, okay. Okay. I'm going to wrap up this podcast and then we'll go to the skate park. That was easy. I've asked her to come on the podcast before. She says no. This is Jamie Strauss. What if it would have been James Kraus? <laughs> James, hey, Savon, how you doing? What's up, Jamie? Big, big fan of the podcast. I actually had a question for you guys. So, and I don't know if anyone asked it already, but uh, how do you guys feel about the whole CrossFit health? And how long do you guys think that's really going to take to affect the healthcare system? Hmm. Matt, do you want to answer that? (laughs) Yeah, well, I have fairly limited knowledge as far as what actual CrossFit's overall uh, intentions with it is. But I would say that if you're trying to work within the inside, meaning like get inside of those um, health insurance companies and stuff like that, I don't think you're going to affect much change. I think the only way you could really reform like healthcare and, and provide a second alternative is if you stay outside of the money of healthcare because once you start taking money once you try to be a partner with them you have to play by their rules and we know how that's turned out so far yeah pretty rough well james do you have um, a do you have a thought on it do you have a thought on it um i really like what they're doing to be honest i I like the concept of it i like that they're trying to at least make a change i know that that's what greg was always trying to shoot for in the long run but uh seeing eric rosa starting to go through some things a little bit impressive and looking at like Julie Foucher and those guys that are kind of leading the way with it is actually what I think is a pretty big deal. So I, I I probably have the opposite view of you. Um, I don't really know enough about it to speak about it, but I do know about CrossFit health and or what crossfit health used to be and it is this is absolutely not what crossfit health was was planned to be crossfit health was about the ills of modern medicine it was to make doctors and people in the health profession acutely aware that they are being lied to by pharma and that 86 percent of their expenditure goes to problems that they do not have the cure for and who has that cure your affiliate owners and your crossfit l1 coaches and that anyone else who thinks that they do have the cure for that is basically lying to you or a docent to the grave. When I hear Eric Rosa talking about his primary, his, um, his, his, whatever the fuck Julie and him were talking about. And, and I think I, I really have, I, I really don't want to badmouth anyone, but it, but it would come off of my tongue so easily. It's to completely misrepresent CrossFit and what we are, what it is capable of and its potency is of if you believe a doctor should be a daily part of your life. You need a doctor if you get hit by a fucking car, you get shot by a gun. Um, uh, you, you do not, You do, you do not need my, my recently. Uh, I'm, t- I'm going to tell you a story. I have the three oh, healthiest yes. kids in the fucking world. Recently, one of my kids was in a jujitsu class and a kid scratched his eyeball in the corner and his eyeball started bleeding from that, the, whatever that white part of your eyeball is. And, okay. and, um, and uh, so when I got home that day, one of the other kids' parents, uh, who's also a practitioner at, at this gym, um, who wasn't there, said, hey, my husband told me that your kid's eye got scratched really bad and his eyeball was bleeding. And I said, yeah. 
And she said, is he okay? And I sent her a picture and she's a physician. Okay. She's a pediatrician. Yep. And I sent her a picture and she said, okay, um, I'm going to show it to the top. I think it's called an opto ophthalmologist or some eye doctor. Optometrist. Uh, not an optometrist, something like that. But basically, um, and so I said, okay. And so the next day she got back to me and she goes, we both agree that he needs antibiotics on that. And she prescribed them to me and, um, and, and we, we went on our way. And I went to, my wife went to the doctor and got the antibiotics. And of course we did, we did not apply them, but, but we got them just in case. So I saw her a couple of days later and she said, Hey, how's the eye? And I said, it's all better. And she said, did you apply the top, the stuff, the cream? And I said, no. And she said, okay. And then she said, I see that your kids have never been to the doctor. I said, that's correct. She said, they have no medical records. I said, that's correct. All three of your kids. I said, yep. Hmm. My so, kids, my I kids, my kids are four and seven. They've never fucking, they have no medical records. They weren't born in hospitals. They weren't, they haven't been pricked. They haven't been like, and, and, and like, I can't go in, I can't go anywhere without, with my kids, without someone stopping me and being like, God, and look at me. No one's ever stopped me in my life. I've never had a one night stand. No bitches ever picked me up from the bar. <laughs> never. Oh, like I have to like, I have to kids, fucking right? like, I have to court the shit out of you, your parents and your fucking gr dead grandparents before you'll give me a kiss. <laughs> and I can't go anywhere without, with my kids, without someone stopping me. You're like, what the fuck are these? <laughs> And I go, no, yeah, no, these, I these are what kids what look doing. like who haven't had medical. And so when I see that CrossFit is offering medical services, they've uh, they've invited the the wolves into the, the 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 chicken coop. What we were supposed to do, what we were supposed to do, is educate doctors into letting them know that CrossFit is a tool, that eating is a is it, that this lifestyle regimen, which is ninety nine percent nutrition and one percent movement, is a tool that they should be using. Not invite them in to talk to our people. It's, it's, it, Do you it, not it, think it, that's what they're trying to? No, push fuck for? no, 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 no. This, this thing's all about making money and prescribing fucking just this more shit to to CrossFitters who don't need it. It's it's nuts. Everything, in, in my opinion, everything you need to know, you can learn from your fucking affiliate owner. That L one is fucking mind boggling. It will if you follow what's in there, it will make you so fucking happy. Greg would used to tell this story. If you're 90 years old and you have high cholesterol, but you can still ride a fucking motorcycle with your bitch on the back, <laughs> then then you're good to go. Who gives a shit? Or would you rather be die at 75 and your doctors got you on statins? They're still fucking doctors, man. They're trained to just find bad shit. Oh my God, there's a guy. Sevon is the yuppie version of Dwight Schrute. I don't know who... White shrewd is and he sure as fuck ain't a yuppie, but more importantly, your name is David Friend. Holy well, shit! Savannah, I knew Brian I was gay. That's Brian's for, husband. What? I wanted to say thank you for answering my question and actually had me on for a brief moment. And yeah. I definitely love the podcast. Yeah, and if you want to call back and unfuck me, um, uh, I, I'm I'm totally open to being unfucked. But I just think that if you follow the CrossFit diet, you get to the 95 yard line. Do some movement and, and, and you're good to go. The, inviting doctors in to like give us advice on shit, like do testing on our blood and like tell us like, oh, no, you should be eating red, um, pork instead of – fuck off. Like, like so keep, keep – sorry. 
I just listened to my affiliate owner who took his L1. And if I have any questions, I'll go to the journal. Call me, call me a fucking uh, a Kool-Aid drinker. I don't care. I, I, I've seen too many people's lives change just from following that. I don't, I don't fucking trust doctors outside of fucking fixing a bullet hole in me. At all. Zero. They're, they're fucking drug dealers for pharma. That's all that most of them are. They don't even know it, dude. They were trained. Their education was created by those fucking people. Huh. That we prescribe. Did you hear that stat I gave earlier? We prescribe more in money and sleeping aids in this country than the entire GDP of fucking Kenya. It's like you cannot trust these fucking people. And, the, and that's this, they're using the same excuse that they've always used. Well, people can't change enough. That's why we have to give them the injection now. They they don't have this this COVID thing is very serious, and we have to give them the injection. There's not enough time to get everyone healthy. I agree with you. It's healthy. They've been saying that since the 30s when they discovered that cancer was caused by fucking shitty lifestyle. It's time to fucking sack up, everybody. This huh. is and but, but we're gonna get to see it play out in our life. <laughs> We're going well, to, this is just see where they go in five years from now. Well, yeah. We're going to get to see this whole thing play on our life. A, a shitload of more people are going to die. Something really, really crazy is going to happen. Like, like the super flu. I mean, not to like me, I'm going to be fine, but like to, to, to the, like people who eat, like drink a soda every day, they got their shit coming. Super flu. <laughs> yeah. The super flu is coming. I mean, I just saw yesterday on NPR national fucked up radio on their, those fucking morons. That um, that COVID will never go away now because it's spreading through um, white-tailed deer or something. And now that deer have COVID, it will be here forever with us. I'm like, oh great! Like, like I needed deer to tell me that. <laughs> it will not be here for us forever because I will not be here forever. Okay. <clears throat> um. Hey, hey, Sam. I don't need you like supporting someone calling me a yuppie. Twenty burpees. <laughs> Well, thanks for calling in. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, shit. I just hung up on another caller. I started doing jujitsu again. I bought a Rogue Echo bike. I think Savon talking about both of these things has a big impact on my decisions. Awesome. Good job. Keep me posted, Jackie. Excuse me. Gotten so sloppy. There's a new Delta variant in Northern California. This thing will never end. <laughs> A new it's not a it's a new delta. Oh, I can't take another call. I have to go to the skate park. Savad. I cannot take your call. <laughs> it's uh is it weird that me talking about Cold Mertens got him on the show and I was a little bit nervous to hear his response to me? <laughs> oh, who is this? Bob, what did you say? What did you say? I'm not. I didn't even know. Tell me really quick, because I gotta I go. I can't was, be fucking around with you. I said he was too small, or he's at a big disadvantage, and then he comes on the show, and I'm kind of like, uh oh. <laughs> I hope Paul Merton doesn't find out who I am. <laughs> hey, you know what's crazy? I can't tell you. Like, I will like in my head, I will seriously tell myself how cool I am all day because he called in. I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. I seriously think like. Like I was tripping yesterday when Dave and Teasdale were both on the show. I felt like it was like, like I just couldn't believe it. But for Colton Mertens to call in, that was like that's next level. Yeah, I'll just talk crap every every week and then try to get him on for you. 
Yeah, please. <laughs> I would rather I would rather have Colton Mertens than Matthew McConaughey. Me personally, I I just I cannot believe I'm just enamored by the dude. I think he's so fucking cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I just want to say that. All right. If thanks. You need someone to get him on. I can I can help you out in the you, future. You demand. Yeah, that's that. You demand. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Matt, thanks for yep. hanging with me this morning, holding my hand. Yeah. Great show. Uh, guys, tomorrow. Oh, let me just give a quick list if I can pull it up. Uh, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow we have the top 10. Sh- oh, God, this is such an easy week. I got off easy. Got it already. Tomorrow is the top 10 show with Brian and James. I also invited Jason Kalipa to be on the show. So hopefully, Jason will make it. That's at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time tomorrow. Saturday, I was going to do a live call-in show. I think I'm canceling that unless my numbers look great for today because I'm a numbers whore. Uh, on Monday, we have James Fitzgerald from OPEX. Super excited about that. James is an old friend. On Tuesday, we have Adam Neifer. Thank you. Adam Neifer, who is the coach of Justin Medeiros. But more importantly, he was on the ground at uh, the Rogue Invitational. And I'm just really curious what happened to Vigneault and Houdet and some of these people who were pulling out. Um, and then on the 17th, we have Dalton Rose, uh, 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 Rasta Rosta. Dalton is a fighter with Bellator. Um, beautiful, just yoked man, kicking ass, uh, five and oh. And then on Thursday, we don't have anyone scheduled yet on Friday. We don't have anyone scheduled. So yeah. Oh yeah. No, we got someone on Friday. We got, uh, uh, Dr. Courtney. Oh yes. Yes. That show is going to be crazy, guys. That one's if you like the Ronnie Teasdale one or the Raw one, you're going to like this one a lot. Yeah, Dr. Courtney Hunt is Friday the 19th. That's around noon sometime. She's a uh, a former baby deliverer, a gynecologist. Uh, I think she might be a PhD MD. She has really, really gotten into physics and consciousness. And uh, she says some shit that's like – she basically what caught my attention is she thinks that AI is going to become sentient. And what does that mean? We shall find out anyway. Thanks for tuning in everybody. Rob Orlando. Oh, so real quick, dude, Rob Orlando. Yes, we are buddies. And when I very, very first started the CrossFit podcast, I always, whenever I would rehearse it in my head, it would always be with Rob Orlando. What does that mean? Like I'd be driving to work and I would pretend like I was on a show with Rob Orlando. I always wanted him to be my first guest. So I I do. I need to reach out and get Rob. Okay. On that note, bye-bye.